I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I'm sitting here in my exceptionally comfortable and manly black leather puppet chair in my living room. The chair now has a small streaky spot here on the left armrest where I spilled a little coffee a few mornings ago. So it is now exceptional as opposed to perfect. It's like lots of you who are listening to this podcast right now. Many of you are also exceptional, but hopefully you're not perfect. And that's good, because nobody is perfect. And you're not a nobody. Every one of us has at least a small streak of imperfection going for us. It's like a, the small sin that turns a smile into a grin. A smile is for people who try to be perfect and think you should try to be perfect too. A grin usually involves an admission of at least some kind of little small sin. And that's why people in charge will often say, wipe that grin off your face. Your grin can drive people in charge nuts. When I grin, one of my eyebrows goes up. I don't do it on purpose, it just happens. And it doesn't always do it, but usually. And that is one of the nice things about being exceptional instead of perfect. Just because my eyebrow goes up, your eyebrow can do whatever it damn well pleases when you grin, as far as I'm concerned. I get the point either way. A grin is what you get from people who know that you know that they have sinned at least a little. Grinning guys just want to be excellent instead of pretending to be perfect. Interestingly, exceptional people tend to be more successful than perfect people. Peggy Lee was one of the most beautiful women who ever became a hugely successful singer. Peggy Lee was exceptionally beautiful, but not perfectly beautiful, and that was on purpose. Peggy Lee purposely wore a little black stick-on dot on her face because she knew that made her look exceptionally beautiful, but not perfectly beautiful. She was an exceptionally beautiful woman, a real human being, not some impossible fantasy. Joe Cocker was another exceptionally talented singer. When he recorded his huge hit, You Are So Beautiful to Me, his voice broke at the end, and they left it in. They didn't edit out that break. would have been a very simple edit, but they left the imperfection in. They didn't want perfect. They wanted exceptional. They wanted human. And they sure got it. Nobody's perfect. Who wants to be a nobody? Nobody ever accused Louis Armstrong of having a perfect voice either. And I bet you can think of lots of other folks who are delighted to be exceptional instead of perfect. Just think about all the folks you know who give you a grin. Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the perfectly perplexing stuff that's giving you fits out the other ear and you can grab a grin and win. The easiest sound for an ear to hear is ah, A-H. And that is the sound I usually make when my lady wonder wench scratches my back. Ah. <laughs> 
If the answer is, by the number of bugs in his teeth, what is the question? If the answer is by the number of bugs in his teeth, what's the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. I'll tell you in a minute. The answer is by the number of bugs in his teeth. Only 30% of you can flare your nostrils. <laughs> if 50% of the people listening are women, the other 50% are giving it a try. Aren't you guys? Sure you are. The smart guys in the white lab coats tell us that the ability to taste sweets deteriorates with age. I would say that the availability of sweets probably also has something to do with that deterioration. As in, hello my sweet, are you available tonight? <laughs> Tends to deteriorate with age. On average, people who have asthma can hear better than the rest of us. I think that depends on how you say the word is it asthma or asthma? <laughs> Told you, ah is the easiest sound for an ear to hear. Farmers tell us that cows get hairballs, but they claim that doesn't turn them into bulls. <laughs> if the answer is by the number of bugs in his teeth, the question is, how can you tell the guy riding a motorcycle is very happy? By the number of bugs in his teeth. Think about it. One quick motorcycle story, and it's true. I saw a guy riding a motorcycle a while ago, and he had on a shirt that said on the back of it, if you can read this sign, my girlfriend fell off. <laughs> Takes the tails, they take your mind off your mind. Little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, or any of the spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com, please tell a couple of friends, will you? Because they might like them too, and you would be doing me a favor. So thank you very much. The funny thing about knowing that you're not perfect, just excellent, is that way of looking at it usually makes you more successful. And here's why I say that. If you're trying to be perfect and you know you're not, that bugs you, right? And that makes it difficult to enjoy the things that you can do, not perfectly, but excellently. When you just want to be excellent, you know when you're doing things very well and you love it, so you feel good about yourself. That makes you stronger, and being stronger makes you not perfect, but more and more excellent. It's a great big power circle. It's like the title of my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot. I called it that because when you're happy, that helps keep you healthy. And when you're healthy, that helps your sexiness, which makes you even happier. <laughs> in a way, you know, in a way, I guess we should pity people who think they have everything. Because if they really did have everything, they wouldn't have anything to wish for. Which means they wouldn't have anything to dream about. If it weren't for dreams, a baby's birth would mean only pain. New Year's Eve would be just another black winter night. And we wouldn't even bother to light Christmas. If it weren't for dreams, we'd lose faith in God and Santa Claus and any love that lasts for a very long time. Some dreams drive your eyes and hands and insides, bending your life into shape. Others just toss you around the bed, tying sheets around you, and dropping you over mind cliffs, falling for hours without hitting bottom. And there are dreams that just wake you with a smile. Somehow the word dreamer has become an accusation. 
But what's wrong with grown-ups walking together through lawn sprinkler puddles on a summer night, leaving wet footprint designs in the warm cement? Or walking on railings? Or staying up all night just to see the dawn? We've been legend-tellers since we picked those two dandelions that were separated by popsicle sticks and beer cans and bare spots in the park. Cinderella and Rumpelstiltskin have nothing on our story. We turned those dandelions into two enchanted lovers and reunited them forever in a jelly glass on your dresser. Dreamers and dandelions and legend-tellers reach for the moon with earth in our hands. We're incense and candle people, Moonlight skinny dippers, seashell and magic rock collectors. We're sunshine lovers, piano plunkers, and window shoppers, revolutionaries, and flyers of yellow kites, until we meet someone who recognizes our own special dream, and then we become lovers. If it weren't for dreams, you and I couldn't see clearly enough to trace the footprints on the face of the moon, or watch planets twinkle on and off as they pass between the mountains on her rim. If it weren't for dreams, you and I couldn't touch carefully enough to warm and hold and then soften and harden and thrust and grasp the way we make love. We flow together, boiling in the same water magic that glistens darkly inside the planet, drifting in thin air, glittering the earth with snowflakes and crushing the edges of continents. Dreams are best when dreamers come in two. But how could couples learn being one if it weren't for dreams? Central Park a couple of decades ago, and I have kept some kind of flowers on her table ever since, because pretty ladies should have pretty things. The story is called If It Weren't For Dreams, and it's from my Love & Touch Spoken Word Story CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, please go back to DickSummer.com, check out the Love & Touch icon on the opening page. Doing 100 push-ups is excellent. I used to be able to do 100 push-ups. You know, a guy who can do 100 push-ups can either enjoy that excellent performance and maybe try for 101, or he can say, Arnold Schwarzenegger can do 1,000 push-ups. He's perfect. I'll never be perfect. And that becomes a good excuse for a guy to simply quit doing push-ups. Or how about, I'll never look like that Catherine Zeta-Jones, so bring on the chocolate candies by the box full. Or how about... I'll never make as much money as Donald Trump. So what the hell difference does it make how I do my job? See, that's the problem with trying to be perfect. 
When you try to be perfect and miss, that gives you an excuse to stop trying, and a lot of people use that excuse. Many of you who are listening to this podcast right now are also exceptional, but not perfect. And that's good, because nobody is perfect, and you are not a nobody. Every one of us has at least a small streak of an imperfection going for us. It's like the small sin that turns a smile into a grin. A smile is for people who try to be perfect and think you should try to be perfect too. A grin usually involves at least a just a little touch of a sin. When I grin, one of my eyebrows goes up. Don't do it on purpose, just happens, and it doesn't always happen, but usually. And I think that's one of the nice things about being exceptional instead of perfect. Just because my eyebrow goes up, your eyebrow can do whatever it damn well pleases when you grin as far as I'm concerned. A grin is a smile with at least a little touch of a sin. I always like it when my lady wonder wench walks into a room, especially when she's wearing just her grin. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.